0: Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. Hello, and welcome to the Mom's Life Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen, and I'm joined today by Stephanie Polson. Stephanie, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited.
0: I'm excited too. We're going to have a good time and we're going to uh, just share a lot of things that I think are going to be really helpful for moms, specifically around Time management, time blocking, I think this is a concept that we all really need a lot of help with. So before we jump into that, let me do a quick introduction. Stephanie is a mom of four kids and has been married for 14 years now. She is also a podcast and self-publishing coach. She believes that everyone has a story to share that can help someone else and the world as a whole. Stephanie has had the honor to meet so many other moms like herself and you. She is helping these women to be a present and loving moms while all while pursuing their dreams. Okay, Stephanie, we are excited to be able to talk to you today and one of your methods for making mom life simple is time blocking. I love this concept. Let's dive in. What does this mean exactly?
1: Um so I will preface that I used to hear so much about time blocking and I sat there and thought this was a load of shenanigans. Like, I was like, there's no way that this actually works. It doesn't. I, I disbelief was the first essence of my being. Um, but time blocking in the way that I took it on and I teach a lot of other people is blocking out our day so that we can, as moms, we wear a lot of hats. And so by wearing all these hats, we're trying to juggle a lot of things all at once. And so if we can block our day out to be more specific in, okay, this time is designated to this task, we can give it all of our effort, do all the things that we need to, and then we can move to the next thing instead of being the multitasking person that ends up having to walk back behind herself doing more work than what she originally had started. So time blocking is one of those things that I use in my own life. I teach to clients and just other business owners and just moms in general, anybody really, can benefit from time blocking in such an epic way.
0: Yeah, okay. I love the concept of this and I want to get really helpful to the audience today on how to use this. So let's start with you. How do you use time blocking in your own life? Obviously as a mom of four, as a business owner, you've got a lot going on. So what does it look like for you?
1: So I um, literally print out, I have a calendar. If you guys want a copy of it, let me know. I will gladly hand it out. I hand it out to everybody, but I have this calendar. That I literally highlight at the change of every season, at the change of, you know, like sports changing, any little change to it. I redo this calendar probably four or five times throughout the year. But what this calendar will have is non negotiables. It will have what I call flexible negotiables and then <clears throat> um, free space. Um, those are opportunities. So non negotiables go red. Immediately, my calendar will go red, and it means that that time frame is not I can't change it. So that might be my me time. That might be um I do, you know, business stuff. Uh, I also am a coach at the gymnastics gym. So I have those hours that I have to I have to be at the gym. So those could be anything for like any mom is um you know that, you know, Bible studies at a certain time or um, anything that's regular, consistent. So like the random doctor's appointment or thing like that. But maybe if you have somebody yourself, a child that goes to physical therapy or, um, you know, library time or school, if I was a homeschooling mom and I actually do homeschool my youngest. Um, so school time, those are non-negotiables. They go red immediately on my calendar. They're The first thing that hit my calendar and reminder to put yourself on a non-negotiable. Because that was one thing that I always did. I was like, oh, put everybody else on and I'm an option. False. You're not an option. You are a non-negotiable, you have to take care of you. Um, then I will do the flexible negotiables. So as a mom, I'm running kids and to different sports, to different locations. And sometimes they require me to be there in the essence of driving but i am not involved in the activity. so i had a son who did taekwondo. i would sit for the hour that he was at taekwondo in the car. those are green and they stay green because those are money making opportunities. you can be doing something for you, for others, for your business, whatever it might be during those time frames. you are needed to drive there and back, but you are not needed for the actual activity itself. so those are the flexible negotiables. and then your blue spaces are anything that is left open. Those spots are I look and I call them blue because they are endless opportunities. That is the purity of that moment, is that is an endless opportunity for you. What you do in that time frame is what you do in that time frame. You can use it as a relaxing time, you could use it as a time at the park, um whatever books. I am Endless opportunities that you can do in that time frame um, are there. Uh, I always make sure to side note is that like I even put in chores as a non-negotiable. So as a as a stay-at-home mom, I take on the house chores and I do a majority of them. So I will always put those because that's part of my job as a mom and to make me feel like I've accomplished things throughout the day. Um, I want to keep up on the house. So I make sure that I do put them as a non-negotiable. They get done every single day. And I try to make them, you know, maybe I vary it up depending on the day, but I make sure that they hit the schedule too. So anything and everything that you're doing a day should be somewhere on that calendar. And then you can see what the open opportunities are and start slotting them in for other things. Okay,
0: I like this system. I want to understand better... This flexible negotiables. So when else, besides, um, you know, the example you gave of you're driving someone, but they just need you, that you're just their chauffeur, right? But you don't have to do anything while they're at their activity. Are there other ways that you would use that flexible negotiable space?
1: Um, like I thought of anything that, like you said, the chauffeur thought process is immediately what comes to mind where, you're, you're needed, but not needed. Like you're needed yeah. to be facilitator for that moment, but your full attention is not required. Okay. So if it is a doctor's appointment or, um, you know, I, I even think like school meetings, but even then you need to be a present and you need to be actively participating in that moment. So whatever that could look like for you, In the way of maybe it's a like a toddler and me class, right? Where you go, excuse me, you go, but you're not necessarily super focused, right? That makes sense.
0: Yeah.
1: Or sports or um, something like that, where you're not you're not actively needed, (laughs) but you're needed to be there.
0: Yes. Okay. Okay. I get that now. So uh, another example that comes to mind is like taking your kid and his friend friend to the park and they're Absolutely. playing at the park and you need to be there for to supervise but you could bring your laptop or a book that you want to read or whatever you can do something else while you're or, or talk to your sister on the phone whatever it is you have a little bit of spare attention if not spare time okay Thank you for clarifying that. And then um, you've got your free space. Now, one other thing I want to dive into on this is in these non-negotiables. I find that really interesting because for me, um, those are not, I love that me time made it on there. That's amazing. And also the chores. So my question here is obviously, I need to get the laundry done or I need to mop the floor. These are things that have to, have to take place. However, in, in my mind, I, they don't always have to be done at a certain time. And maybe this is uh too revealing here of my, of what actually happens because then I sometimes procrastinate. So talk to me about the idea of making that time a non-negotiable.
1: So <clears throat> I was very similar to you where I'd be like, Oh, I can do that later or another moment, or and then you procrastinate and then you're staring at six loads of laundry out of Monday. And you're like, do I really want to start my Monday off with six loads of laundry? I mean, yeah. I live in a house with seven people. Laundry is always going. And so, yes, you're right. I could throw laundry in at eight o'clock in the morning and get to it later or whatever. I was noticing that I would become frantic um, and I become like, I couldn't focus on school time or I couldn't focus on my business because I'm sitting in, uh, you know, I would look around and the floor would be dirty or there's dishes in the sink. It would just bother me. So then I'd get super distracted. You'd run down the rabbit hole of like, well, I have other things to do and that's bothering me and I can't focus here. Like you just start to run down that rabbit hole. So what I started to do was I actually designated the time and said, okay, two o'clock from two to four are my chore hours, right? Because that gives me a little time to get stuff done before the kids come home. But then the kids also, I have 13 and 12, are my older two, um, they're doing chores with me. Hey, grab this, help me out, right? Actively coming as a family unit to create this household the way that we want us to live. They see me doing it as an example, Um, and so they want to participate. They also understand that like me asking them, Hey, will you help me do this? Like take out the garbage. They look at me and go, okay, mom's doing work. I can do work now. Right. Like they understand that, like, we're doing this as a family unit. I'm not just sitting here barking orders to you while I've got my feet up and I'm, you know, drinking mimosas. Like that's not what's happening. Um, we're actively doing this all together. I realized that my laundry didn't back up. I didn't get distracted by things that were going on around. I felt like the house was truly in an order that I felt comfortable in. I mean, with four kids, two dogs, my house is a constant mess, but I could feel better knowing that like basics are done, right? I don't ever have a single clothes because it's always on a constant rotation and I never fall behind. Making me feel much more successful in my day, right? Like as a mom, I can remove that because I take ownership of the home, right? Like that is, that is my space and I take ownership of it and I feel like it represents me. So if I can feel good about what my house looks like, even if it is a little bit of a mess, but if things are organized, I can feel better and feel successful, which then in turn helps boost my confidence, which then in turn makes me stand taller, feel better and go for bigger things because the small things are done. And I've already proven to myself that I can accomplish things and I'm staying on task, even if it sounds like the mundane of laundry.
0: Oh, I love that. No, totally. It's a different feeling. And I think that's so important, you know, in how we feel as moms. Um, okay. That's really, that's really good. I call that, um, a clean enough house. And that's what I strive for. Like you mentioned, you know, it's messy, but it's, it's, and that's what I call it. Just clean enough. It's clean enough that it's not embarrassing. If someone comes over, it's clean enough that we can be comfortable and it's clean enough that I'm not losing my mind. Like, ah, there's messes everywhere. So this, concept of clean enough is where I like to live. There's company clean. There's like someone's coming over and we're going to get it, you know, clean down to the baseboards, but there's also clean enough. And that's, that's my regular day to day. So you've given us a couple already, but talk to us about some of the benefits of time blocking.
1: So the benefit is that I noticed right off the bat is that it removed a lot of guilt um, like the mom guilt was so hard, especially when I first started my business or doing anything, especially like homeschooling. Um, I felt like I would notice that I hel- held so much guilt of like, well, I can't pursue this because that takes away from this. And can I actually balance, which I I don't like that word, balance is like my least favorite word. It's such an illusion. But can I can I do it all? And make it look easy, like, right. I was like always my concept and can I give my kids enough time, but give my house enough time, but give my spouse enough time. And now I want to throw a business into it. Can I even have that ability? Like all of that. And I would start to feel a lot of guilt in the realm of like, well, stepping into my business space is taking away from my child. And then it's taking away from my house. And and I felt this guilt, but by time blocking, I knew I could accomplish everything. I had the time, it was there. I could utilize this so that I wasn't wasting time. I wasn't, you know, sitting here on social media scrolling or watching shows aimlessly. Like I was being productive. I was actually doing what I was set out to do that day. And then I removed the guilt because I I spent time with my kids, I can spend two hours in my business, I can then turn around and spend the time at home, and still get it all done productively, in a way that everybody is taken care of. And I'm not multitasking, like I'm all for multitasking. But when it can hinder um, the actual production of work, I don't want to do it. Like it's, yeah, up backtracking and doing more work. So I realized that aside from the mom guilt being removed and my spousal guilt, because my husband never put it on me, but I did, I put it on myself. Um, I removed that from it. And I felt so much more relief coming into the day. I didn't wake up feeling weighed down. I came into the day going, here's what we got like i knew ahead of time i was i had it planned i saw my day and i could then better flexibly i always say there's grace within all of this um but i could flexibly do everything that's needed um and and be able to put it all together and still feel confident and feel like i i did what i needed to as the mom and as the spouse and as the homeowner and the teacher And the business owner and all the hats that we wear, I can, I can wear them all and do this with confidence. Um, And then it, and on top of it, um, it helps me mentally become stronger um, because I am now showing myself, there's no reason why I can't do it. I've done all these things. So why not this next step? Why not this thing? Because I've already done all of it um, and I can just better plan. For what could possibly go awry.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. I think that's what we all want is to get rid of that guilt and to do things with intention. And I think there's really power there because you can look at this calendar, you can look at your schedule and say, okay, yes. I'm spending time on my business right now, or I'm spending time on this right now. But that doesn't mean I'm going to neglect my kids. You can look right at your calendar, and here they are. They're coming next. They're going to be, you know, I'm going to be spending time driving them here. I'm going to be spending time eating dinner with them at this point. And like you're able to visually see that. They're coming and they're taken care of. And I think that's really powerful. I also really like this idea of blending time blocking with grace. And mm-hmm. I want you to, to tell us why that matters so much and why that's an important piece of the conversation.
1: Um, so grace is something I learned quickly while doing this is that yes? I might have a block, right? Where, okay, this block, my chores need to be done at two but I had a doctor's appointment that ran late. That doesn't mean I have to beat myself up for the next hour or I need to work twice as hard in in an extra hour because a doctor's appointment went long. It's that giving yourself grace so that you can understand that this is a flowing thing. This is a, a living object is what I always kind of tell everybody because I could wake up tomorrow morning and I could be sick and that whole calendar goes to nothing But also I could wake up and my toddler could be sick. Okay, that day now went to nothing again. (laughs) And it's understanding that there's going to be ebbs and flows. There's going to be, you know, that one-off Halloween party that's coming up. Like my son's got a a school party. I'm going to that instead of being at home, right? And so I understand that, yes, my Tuesday will look a little bit different now because I'm shifting things, but that doesn't mean I still can't do it. All. I can't I don't have to be negative about it I don't have to be you know upset um you know maybe like so far I'm like I look around and I'm like okay so I haven't done the floors yet but that's part of the grace of it all is that you know what I'm me and right now that didn't it just didn't get done and that's okay um but it gives you instead of like I noticed that I was one of those that set super strict times and was like, okay, I have to do this at this time. And it would become like I over and hyper focused on it. And it's like, no, that's just creating more stress. And I don't want yeah. stress. I want to give myself grace. I want to understand that, you know what, maybe today I want that list to get done and I'm better and more productive today. Whereas tomorrow I might want to put my feet up and just sit with my little and watch some Disney movies. Okay, that's fine. Yes, there's still things that we would love to do that day. But it's the giving yourself grace to understand that you know what, an extra hour of cuddle times is way more important than getting the laundry done or the chores or whatever it might need to get done. um, As long as the like, life necessities are getting done, you know, whether that's you know, if you have to go to work, I get it. I mean, we all want to play hooky sometimes, but um, making sure that we give ourselves grace when we do it.
0: Yeah. I think that's so good because I I, I love that you include this as part of What we're talking about here, because I think that sometimes it's easy to hear, you know, the, even the idea of a schedule can be really hard for some people at certain phases of their life, especially when you've got young kids in the home. And it's like, why even bother? Why even have any kind of schedule? Because my kids are going to throw it off and, you know, your kids get sick and then you feel like, oh my gosh, it's pointless. Why do I even try and so when you add in this piece of grace, it's like, it's okay to not hit the mark. It's it's enough that you're trying. It's enough that you, you know, on the days that it works, it works. And on the days that it doesn't, that's when that grace comes in. And it's just this lovely, like you said, it's flowing and it's, you're able to still accomplish more with a system like this. Even right. if it doesn't always go perfectly as planned, then if you just said, you know what, whatever, I'm just, I can't get anything done. So pull up Instagram again or whatever, whatever it is that we do instead of these things that that are really based on living with intention and creating the homes and families that we want to have. So I really like that, that piece of it. And I think it adds so much to the conversation. So where Mm -hmm. can people find you and, uh, and get in touch with you and find your calendar if they're interested in that?
1: Uh, So the easiest place is always going to be Instagram or Facebook. You can find me there. Um, It is under Steph Polson. So S-T-E-P-H-P-O-L-C-Y-N. And on both should be both Instagram and Facebook um, are both the same. Um, Then the other places that I do do my own podcast and it's, I have daily motivation. So it's everything, you know, anything from five to 10, maybe the occasional 15 minute um, conversation, just, just to get you in the right mindset to start your day in a positive step forward um, to give yourself 10, 15 minutes just to you where you can focus on you. Um, and so that is anywhere you can find podcasts. Um, it's called the Sweet Sweet Disaster Podcast. And so you can find that anywhere, but find me on social media. Instagram is the easiest because I can literally shoot it right over that calendar right over to you. Um, so you guys can get it
0: as soon as you want. Awesome. Well, thank you, Stephanie, for being here. I think this is really great. Hopefully has given everyone a lot of good ideas for really getting specific on your time. I appreciate you being here and see you next time guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. Need some help making your mom life simple? I offer group coaching programs using my four-step method called the Mom's Method. This is a process of manifestation, organization, mobilization, and simplification that will give you the balance, progress, and joy you're looking for. Visit ChanelNielsen.com or go to bit dot L Y forward slash mom life book to get your copy of my brand new book. Stop putting yourself last. I love to hear from you. So reach out with your questions, your feedback, and let me know how I can help make your mom life simple.